Yuma Daf Chaf, 13 lines from the bottom of Yutes Amr Beis. We learned before that the night of Yom Kippur, we did not want the Kayin Gadol to fall asleep because potentially he could become Valkari and become Tami and wouldn't be able to perform the Avaidah. So our Mishnah says, Bikesh Lusnamim, if the Kayin Gadol was getting drowsy and he wanted to fall asleep, so Pirchikuna, the young Kayhanim, Makin in front of Be'etz Betzrada, they would snap in front of him as we'll see in the Gemara. Vaimulain, they would say to him, Ishi Kayin Gadol, I'm Master Kayin Gadol, I might stand up, Vahafik Achas and put one of your feet down on the floor, and the Gemara will explain this in further detail, but this will cause him to dissipate and to remove his drowsiness, and this way he won't fall asleep because on the floor, of course, was cold, and he'd be active, and this way he would be less tired. And they also keep him busy until they reach to the Zman Shechita, which is, of course, the time of the Tamishel Shacha, when the Kohen Gadol would start performing the Avayit in the Beis Middash. As we learned before, the Kohen Gadol will do all of the Avayitas in the Beis Middash on the day of Yom Kippur. Zakimar might Srada, what is this lotion of Be'etzpat Srada? So Rabbi Yudah said, Sata Dida, it's referring to the Tzara, which is the competitor of the next one. So it's referring to the finger next to the thumb, because that is the competitor of the thumb. It's right next to the thumb. So Mahi, and what is he referring to? Goidol, it's referring to the thumb. Therefore, you're taking your thumb together with the finger that's next to it, and you're snapping. Now, Lachar, it's very hard to snap it, and that's why Mechvet Ravuna Ba'azal Kalabakulu Be'rab. Ravuna wanted to show it's possible to snap with your index finger and therefore he did a snap and that made such a loud sound that you heard it in the entire base medrash of the yeshiva of Rab. Others explain that the tsarasa was that it's the finger next to the index finger which means the middle finger which is the standard way of snapping and it means the tsara it's a competitor with the index finger to the thumb. The Gemara continues they said to him when he said that he should go and stand on the ritzbah they weren't just telling him to stand there because the floor was cold for example and that would keep him up, but Ol Chadas, you should show us something which is a Chiddush, like Rashi says, Ol Chadas, double Chiddush, Haralanu, show us something which is a Chiddush, and the Gemara explains, Mahi, what is the Chiddush that he would show them? Amrilei, they would say to him, Achri Kida, show us how you do this Hishtachavah called Kida. Kida was a special Hishtachavah, like Rashi says, Noyetz Goydla Baritz, they would take their thumbs and stick it into the ground, Vishaycha, and they would lean on it, Vinoyshek and they would kiss the ground, Vaimit, they would stand up. So it was almost like a headstand, but holding his by your thumbs, and it was actually a very dangerous thing. As we know, the Gemara in Megillah says, Levi Achvei Kvida, Levi showed someone how Kvida was done, and he became lame. So this action takes a lot of strength and exerts him, and therefore, it would keep him up, it would give him some koiches. And we keep him busy until they get to the Zman of the Shechita of Tam Shel Shacha. Tana, we learned in Ebrisa, they didn't keep him busy with musical instruments, but they would sing in front of him. And the Chayr, the Gemara's Explaining that they couldn't use the name of even though it's only Isidra Bonan and Ainshvas Bemigdash, we still didn't use a harp or any other type of musical instrument. What would they tell the Kayin Gadol? They would tell him the Pasuk that if Hakadosh Baruch Hu doesn't create and doesn't build a bias, shove Amul Bay It won't help if anyone else tries to build it, it won't work. And they were telling him, Kleimalik Rashi says, He's Zorba make sure you're careful in the Avaydah, Shetehel Shem Shemaim, that Shabila Shem Shemaim, Shetehel Rotson, and therefore it will be Rotson in front of Hashem. 
Yitzchim, ain Yitzchiyav, ain Teichacha Oilu Leklom. The all your Teichach that you're doing and you're making sure to push yourself to stay up the entire night, etc., and all the Avayis you can do tomorrow are not going to be worth, be worth anything if it's not done the Shem Shemayim. Now, in addition to the Kain God of staying up the whole night, may Yikir Yishlayim from the most Bakavdik of people in Yishlayim, Lo Yishem Kalalayl, they will not sleep the entire night of Yom Kippur and they will learn the entire time. Kanei Shishma Kain God of Kalabar in order the Kain God should hear their voices, Lo Yishem Kalalayl, and therefore will keep the Kain God up. Tani will there was a minute to stay up the entire night, even outside of Yushlaim, and even after the Churban, and this was done Zeichel and Mikdash, but they were Chaitin. What does it mean that they were Chaitin? Rashi says, because Mishakin Anoshim Anoshim Yachad, that they used to schmooze the men and women together, or Bayan Laveria, and they would come to Abeira, they would come to Mimzana with each other. So the Gemara says, When we're speaking about people that were Chaitin, we're referring specifically to the city of Nadar. The brother of Salah that they say, People want to know why Mashiach doesn't come. And he responded, But today is Yom Kippur. And you see there are people being boiled in Nadar on Yom Kippur. And you see how prevalent it was that people were doing Averis. So Rabbi Huda, the brother of Salah Chasidah, said to Yo, What is that Kaj Baruch saying about this? So Yo responded back that Kaj Baruch said, and we turned to Chafam Nav, the Pesachatis Rovitz, then we know that people, Balkochah, the Yitzhahara, has the ability to even get them to do Chatayim, even on the holiest day of the year, and therefore it's impossible to hold back from Chet. The Sotan Mayama, so he asked, what is the Sotan saying about that Lechera? He would have the greatest prosecution against Klaisol if on Yom Kippur, which is the holiest day of the year, and it's also Asa, Betash, Mahamito, and still people are being Mizani even on Yom Kippur. So Amalei, Aliyah responded back, Sotan, Behem, Nekpur, Lesla, Rishus, Lestune. On the day of Yom Kippur, the Sotan has no Rishus to prosecute. Mimai, how did he notice? Said the lashon of Hasatan the gematria of Tlasmei of Bishisim Abayavi. It's a gematria of three hundred sixty-four, and that's how we know that Tlasmei of Bishisim Abayayimei is Levishus Lastunei. Three hundred sixty-four days of the year, the Satan has the ability to prosecute against Klayosol, but Biyam Nikbur less Levishus Lastunei. But on Yom Kippur, he doesn't have any Rishus to prosecute against Klayosol. And we continue with the Mishnah: Bechol Yom Terminesem Esbech Bekriyas Agava Oy Samachloi Bein Lefana Bein Laachrev. So we know that there's a mitzvah of Tumas Hadashim which was done every single day. So let's see Rashi. Rashi says, Hadeshen. They would do Trumas Hadeshen, where they would take the ashes away from the Mizbech. They would take some of the ashes on the Mizbech, either a lot in a pan, or even a little. However, you have to have at least a Kaimitz, and they put it on the east side of the Kavish, which means that really there was a lot of ashes on the Mizbech, and not all of the ashes were actually removed from the Mizbech, but they did this as actual Avedah, which was the first avodah that was done every single day, which was called the Shumas Hadashen, the Nivlam and then it was absorbed in its place, Shenema, the Hermes Hadashen. And then the Pasuk itself says, you'll place it next to Mizbech. So our Mishnah says, every single day when they did the Shumas Hadashen, they did it at the Kriya Sagevet. Gemara will have two shot on what Kriya Sagevet is. Either there was a caller, there was a crier who was the Vekar in the base of Mikdosh, and he would wake people up, and that's the time that you start the avodah of the Shumas Hadashen. Or some say in the Gemara that Kriya Sagevet means the call of the rooster. When the rooster gets up and he crows, that's the time to start the Zavayda, or close to it, either a little bit before or a little bit after. However, V'yayim Kippurim, Zakti Mishnah, Mechatzais, you started Zavayda earlier from Chatzais, as we'll see in the Gemara, because the Kain Gadol is the one who does all the Zavayda's of the day, and if he has to start a little bit later, he might be tired, and therefore we give him 
more time. We start from Chatzai, so therefore he can rest before he starts with Avoida of the Tamid Shel Shachar. However, on Yantiv, they even start early in that. By the end of the first Ashmerah, we know every single night is broken up into three Mishmaras as we learn to Mesechta's Brachas, and therefore Ashmerah Rishayna is four hours into the night. And on Regal, because they started this Avoida so early, by the time the Kriya Hagevah happened, which was close to Tamid Shachar, the Azara will already be filled with people from Klaisol that were coming to bring the Kabbanis, as Rashi says, Lius Musumanim Lahakrivan Achatam Yad, and in order that they should be prepared to bring their own Kabbanis right after the carbon Tamil Shoshacha was brought, because of course until Tamil Shoshacha is brought, no other Kabbanis could go on to the Mizbeach. Zakti Gemara, Tan Hassan, we learned over there, if there were limbs, which of course we know the Evarm and Pedarm of all Kabbanis go on to the Mizbeach, so if you had a Evarm that burst off of the Mizbeach, so the fire got onto it, and for some reason it popped off of the Mizbech and now it's lying on the side. So if it had happened before Chatzais and there's still meat on the bone and therefore it wasn't completely consumed, you take it and you put it back onto the Mizbech and it's also a Din Me'ila, meaning if you have Hanar from that Eva, you would have an Isra Me'ila because it still has a Chiyav to put on the Mizbech and therefore the entire Avayda was not done to it and therefore it has a Din of Vichita Bishkaga Mikach Hashem. It still has a Din of Kach Hashem and when something has Kach Hashem, there is a Din Me'ila. However, once it's after Chatzais, even if this meat still on the bone, you don't have to put it back on him as back. The Emailman, and it's also not a din meila, because still, since at this point, there's no din to put on his back, therefore, that's not considered Kachay Hashem at that point. Now, of course, if the bone falls off and there's nothing on there and it was all consumed, then of course, even before Chatzais, there would not be a din to put it back on, and of course, there would not be meila, because the din of meila does not apply to anything of Kachim. Once it's Nasus Mitzvah, then, like Rash says, Emailman, the key of the less bit at that point it's not considered Kach Hashem and therefore there's no din of Meila now before we learn the next Gemara let's just understand the Pesukim the Pesuk says so it says take all the Eila and place it on the Mizbech on the Meikid which is the Mokim where you burn things on the Mizbech and you should place it there the entire night until the morning so therefore it seems that all things that you place on the Mizbech and there's a Din Torah on the din is that you have to place it there the entire night. Now we have another pasuk, which is the next pasuk in Tzav. It says, And therefore we see over there, there's a din of Trumas Hadeshen, and it says, And this Lashon of Behemus Hadeshen is going back to the words of Kalalayla, and it's telling us that there's a din of Trumas Hadeshen any time during the night. So Lechari is a stira in the Pesukim, as the Gemara will explain in a moment, because the first pasuk is Mashma, that the Haktara has to be the entire night, which means they worm have to stay on the Mizbech the entire night until it's consumed, and if it will pop off the Mizbech at any point during the night, well, Chari would have to put it back, because you weren't Yaitzu Yedin of Haktara. However, the second Pasuk is Mashma, that the Trumas Hadashi could start at any point during the night. So, Chari, what's going on here? And that's going to be the Gemara Svara over here. Zaki Gemara, from where do you notice? Um, Rav, Rav says, Kosvech, I made the first Pasuk in Vayikra, Paragva, Pasuk Beis, says, Kol Halayla Vehikta, that Haktara has to be the entire night. The and the next pasuk, pasuk Gimel, it says that the din of Trumas Hadashin could be any time during the night. So said, what is the pshat in the pesukim? So Zokrav Chalku, it's telling us to split up the night. Chetzel Haktara, half the night has a din of Haktara. The Chetzel Rama, and the second half of the night you do the Trumas Hadashin. Now it will come out therefore that Lachar it makes a lot of sense. This mission that we had about it, Varm Shapakum Al Gamers Bech before Chetzel, if there's any meat on the bone, you have to place it back 
Takana is back because the Din Torah is applicable until Chatzais. However, if you have a bone that has meat on it and it comes off of the Mizbech and it's after Chatzais, there's no Din to place it back on the Mizbech because at that point it's already the time of Chumas Hadeshen and it's not the time necessarily for Torah. But Musa Rav Kana, Rav Kana asks a question from our Mishnah. It says that our Mishnah B'chol Yom Terem Sum Mizbech B'Kriya Sagaba Oisam Achlai Bein Mufan Bein Malachav as we learned Uvi Yom Kippur Mechatzais and from Yom Kippur Mechatzais Uvi Regalim Bashmari Shaina and the Mishnah said Anan Yantiv they start doing the Shumas Hadeshen from the Ashmari Shaina. Now we know Ashmari Shaina is from the fourth hour of the night. Chatzais is at the sixth hour of the night. So our Mishnah said that you could do Shumas Hadeshen even before Chatzais Halayla. So we turn to Daf Chaf from the Beis Ve'Isak that to Mechatzais Deraisi. If you're going to say like Rav just seemed to say from the Pesukim that up to Chatzais is a Mitzvah Deraisa only to do Aktara and you can't do Shumas Hadeshen until Chatzais Halayla. So Lachayra, how can you do it? How can you make it earlier than Chatzais? How can you start doing Shumas Hadeshen on Regal before Chatzais at Ashmuri Shaina? And Rashi even points out and makes the question even stronger that even if you're going to tell me that what it's referring to is go and do the Shumas Hadeshen to something that was already consumed completely, that even the first part of the night, even though it's completely consumed, that there's no meat left on the bone, and it's completely ashes, you still can't do Trumus Hadeshen at that period of time. So the Gemara responds, Elam Rabbechlan, therefore Rabbechlan says as follows, and now Rashi points out that really there's no din of half of the night is for Doctorus Hamizbech, and half of it is for Trumus Hadeshen, not like Rav said before, because really the Pasuk that said that it's Kalalayla, it means that there's a din of Haktorah Kalalayla, and there's also a din of Trumus Hadeshen, the entire night. And Rashi explains that this means that the entire night a person could take any piece of meat that has meat on it or caleb and that has to go on the Mizbech and he could place it onto Mizbech and he's Mikayim his mitzvah of the Chalav and Ve'evarim. However, there's also then that let's say you had a piece of meat that already was consumed and became completely ashes then the din would be that you can now do the Shubh Sadeshen at any point during the night and therefore, for example, on a regal, if a Kayim goes and does the Shubh Sadeshen at Ashmuri of course, you yoyt to of the mitzvah of Chumas Hadashin. And Rabbi Yechelen is now coming to teach us a new din that the Mishnah Zvachim tells us that not only is there a din that if there's basa, you're allowed to put it on his back, or if there's ashes, you're allowed to do Chumas Hadashin, but there's also a din that if you have a piece of basa that actually has flesh on it, it has meat on it, and it's still not bu'ukal, it was not consumed completely, and now it falls off the Mizbech, then it depends if it was on the Mizbech already, and therefore you had a kiyam of Haktara, and it was before Chatzais, you still have to put it on the Mizbech. It's not considered Mokal, and therefore, you still have to place it back on the Mizbech. However, if it was after Chatzais, even though there's still meat on the bone, and it wasn't completely consumed, since it was on the Mizbech before Chatzais, now that it's after Chatzais, the din is that we look at it as if it's Mokal, and therefore, there's no Mokhiv to place it back on the Mizbech. And that's what Rabbi Yechon says now, I mean, for the Pasuk and Saad, Parak Vav, Pasuk Beis, where it says there's a Chiv of Akhtaris Haimurim and Devarim on the Mizbech, Kalalayla Adab. So lechayra affected Rabbi Yechon. Kalalayla any day she had a bika. It says kalalayla already. So of course we know it means till the morning. Umatam alim had a bika. Why does it say until the morning? It's teaching you ten bika lebika shalayla. As Rashi explains, bika shalayla who aloyse shacha. The morning of the night is aloyse shacha. V'nasalcha kasa boy bika acha. And the Torah is telling you, give another bika loyma she ain't sarch lahakim and hashkam veilach. That there's no din of haktora from hashkama and forward. The kibush loynasus man baisa bika al kachu chetzis alayla. And since the the Torah didn't specify a specific man what's considered the earlier morning. It must be that that early morning is Chatzais, which is a period of time, which is a Chashub of time. And therefore, we learn out from here that even B'degei Torah, there are some times that after Chatzais, you don't have to be mocked on him as 
Mizbech. And what is that? That's in the case where you already placed the Basa on the Mizbech and it was already being burnt. However, it fell off of the Mizbech. At that point, since it's after Chatzayis, you don't have to place it back on the Mizbech. However, Benegayim the din of Shumas Hadashen, you could do Shumas Hadashen at any point during the night as long as it's ashes. And that's why the Gemara continues and says, That's going to be enough time. And therefore you do it right in the morning by because we don't want the Kohen Gadol to become weak of Dina Mechatzais. You do Vilchatzais. This way, after he does the Chumas Hadashen, he can rest up after that and restart doing Avaidah from the morning when he brings the Tamish Shal Shacha. And there's so many of Klai Yisrael and there's so many Kabbalists in the base of English. We do the Chumas Hadashen from the early Ashmaria, which means four hours into the night. Like we said, and that's why the Mishnah said that the Kriyas Hagevah didn't even happen and didn't occur and the Azor was already completely filled with clouds so is actually the reason why by Regolim we start the Chumas Hadashim much earlier. Zodkimar, my Kriyas Hagevah, what is this Olashit of Kriyas Hagevah? So Rava Makaragavra. Rav said, as we've said before, it means the person that is calling out, he's the crier that wakes people up. Rav Shila, Rav Shila says, Karak Tanagala, it means that the rooster is crowing. Rav Ikolasu Rav Shila. Rav actually went to the town of Rav Shila. There was no Amir, there was no Maturgman that could go, get up by Rav Shila and listen to the Shia and then give it over to the crowd. So come Rav Alel, Rav got up and they didn't know that this was Rav, who was Rav Abba, who was the Talmud of Rabbi, and he got up and he was Mefarish, my Kriya Karagavra. When Rav Shila whispered to him and was telling over the Shia and he mentioned this Lashon of Kriya Rav actually translated for the people in Aramaic and he said, this is the Lashon of Karagavra that a person called out and it was the crier. So I'm like, Rav Shila, Rav Shila said back to Rav, you should have said that Pshat is Karatanagoylo, like my Shita, that the Lashon of Kriya Sageva in the Mishnah is referring to the cry of a rooster. So Amalei, Rav responded back, If there's a flute that was used to play in front of a prince and it has a Gishmaka sound and the prince and the royalty were happy with his flute, so do you think that it's possible that a simple weaver will not be happy with the sound that comes out of this flute? And Rashi explained the muscle of Rav was, This Pshat I said in front of great Sarim, great princes of Tyre, many times, and they didn't go and be meicha on me and tell me I'm wrong. I'm explaining in front of you, you're not as great as my uncle Rabchia, and you're not going to be Makabalith. As the Gemara actually explains, when I would actually stand in Rabchia, and I was the Maturgam from Rabchia, and I would explain the Lush of Kriya as the cry calling out, and Rabchia never responded to me and never was meicha, and you're going to tell me that the Pshad is that the rooster called out, a Malay, so Rab Shila realized this is Rab. So he said, Mani Rab, you're the great Rab. You should sit down. You shouldn't be metagging for me. It's not Lefi Chaitcha. So Amalei Rab responded back to Rab Shila and said, Amri Inshi, people say the following. Itagra slave puts Amri. If someone hires you as a day worker, you should even go and comb their will. Even though that that's something which is a priestistic Avaido. Still, since you're hired, therefore you should do it. And therefore, once I got up and I started my work, I'm even going to be completing it, even though it might not be according to my covenant. And the Gemara says another pshat. Others say this is what Rav said back. You only can be malam because you read, and therefore, if I'm going to sit down, there's not going to be someone else that could be matagim because that's going to be a priestess in your covenant. Because at that point, the person will be of lower stature than I am. The Gemara continues. We have a bryce like Rav. We have a bryce like Shila. Kavini Kruz. Kavini. He was a name. He was the caller in the base of English. What would he say? He would say Kayanam should get up and do that. And his 
voice was heard for three passes. So you see, there was a person that used to call out in the base of English, and there was a story with a grief of He was going and traveling on the road, and he heard the coil of this Gvini, three passes away from the base of English. He was so impressed with him when he got to his house, he sent him special presents. The other became even so, the Kangala was even greater as far as his voice than this person Gvini. Because we learned the we know when the Kohen Gadol was doing that Vayda on Yom Kippur in the middle of the day he would say during the Misa and when he was being Misvada on his power on Yom Kippur he would say and you would be able to hear his voice even up to Yerichai now Yerichai was much further than three Passa as the Gemara says from Yerichai to Yerichai was your Passa it was ten Passa and even though on Yom Kippur when the Kohen Gadol was saying he was already weak because it was the middle of the day and he was fasting and the and by Gvini, he wasn't weak because it was at the beginning of the day and he wasn't fasting. In addition, by Gvini, it was in the middle of the night. And we know by night, voice and sound travels better than during the day. And the Kalingada was in the middle of the day where the voice and sound doesn't travel as well. Because Rabbi Levi says, Why is it that sound of a person's voice or sound in general doesn't travel as well during the day as it travels at night? Because of the ball, the radius of the sun, that is similar to a wood chopper cutting through a cedar tree, and it causes a lot of noise. And Levi further explains, the sawdust of the day, whatever that means exactly, it doesn't have any name, or its name is Loi. And that's what Nebuchadnezzar says. If not that the sound of the ball of the radius of the sun is making so much noise, we would hear the great gatherings roam all over the world. And if not for the fact that the crowds are going in Rome and making a lot of noise, it would be able to be heard the actual sound of the radius of the sun, of the ball of the sun, the orbit of the sun, making its orbit. These noises cancel each other out. We learned, they have three sounds and three voices that go from one side of the world until the other side. The voice of the sound of the radius of the orb of the sun that's going around the world and it's making its orbit. Also the sound of the great crowds that used to be in Rome, the call neshama, the call of the neshama, when it goes out of a person's body, the Asian and some say afleda, also the sound when there's childbirth. Now, some explain it based on the idea, and some explain it more of a rukhlistic idea that these things were so great and so much first in the world that everyone in the world understands that and understands the greatness of all these four things. And we turn to Afchaf Alpham and Alf, Afridaya, Rashi says the Malach, that's Mamuna, Al Hashakas Arts. This refers to the Malach that's a Pointed on making sure that the world gets water. And the Gemara says, regarding the Neshama, when it comes out of a person's body, and they said that that call should be bottled. We learned a price like Rabshela. Someone that goes out to travel prior to the call of the Geva, and that's referring, of course, to Rooster's Crow, he has blood on his head, which means that since the Mazikin is still outside, therefore it's dangerous, and you're putting yourself in a Sakana. She says, Ad it's not talking about when the rooster crows its first time, but it means when the rooster crows its second time. Some say, Ad until he crows three times. What type of tanagal are we talking about? A normal tanagal that has a normal schedule. But if there's a tanagal that's off schedule, we're not basing ourselves on such a tanagal, and we will stop over here.